And let's dive a little bit deeper into neuroplasticity, for example. So what exactly is neuroplasticity? Yeah, first of all, good job saying it <laughs> without uh, getting your tongue tied. Um, neuroplasticity is a term that refers to the brain's amazing ability to change and adapt to our environment and our situation. So, you know, from the moment our brains start to develop until the day we die, the connections within our brain cells, they reorganize and in response to the, the changing needs that we have. So this neuroplastic brain that we have allows us to learn from and adapt to different experiences. And the things we do often, we become stronger at. And our brains are constantly being shaped by our experience. And what's exciting is that in the last decade or so, because of the advances of technology, scientists now have confirmed through testing that our repeated thoughts, our repeated actions actually reinforce the neural pathway. So essentially your thoughts can physically change how your brain works. When people say your brain is very neuroplastic, that is what they mean when they say that. Wow. So repeated thoughts. Uh, that's a that's a fascinating area or field. Yeah. So I was really excited about this. Um, you know, I just read the book, uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza, who mm -hmm. talks a lot Love about that. this. And yeah. And yeah. So I got really interested in that because I believe that it's it's also really important to you know learn about these possibilities when it comes to entrepreneurs um you know not just skills or or you know capabilities but also how we can basically rewire our brain to achieve more or to you know make ourselves capable of doing more or doing something better become you know rewiring belief systems and all these things so I think it's a really fascinating uh, area. So neuroplasticity and people are wondering, right? So do I have the capability to change my brain? Uh, does everyone has that capability? So what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, yes and no is the answer to that question. Everyone has a neuroplastic brain. You know, by plastic, I don't mean it's physically plastic, but it has a, the plastic-like properties. But every human is different. So people are born with the ability to learn certain skills faster than others, right? So take Roger Federer. I'm a tennis player, right? I, I love Roger Federer, the best, arguably the best tennis player in the world. Uh, there are billions of people who have played tennis, but he is the single best one. He hits the ball in the center of the racket every time, no matter how fast it's coming. He can hit a dime on the other side of the court pretty much at will. And then there's me, who as a competitive tennis player, if I practice for 500 years, I couldn't reach that level. But it's more than just being born with a skill. It's developing that skill to take you from good to great. And that's what really matters. And connections within the brain are constantly becoming stronger or weaker, depending on what is being used. Younger people change easily. Their brains are very plastic. Children can learn foreign languages easier than an adult. And as we change, um, change doesn't come so, or as we age rather, change doesn't come so easy. So the brain loses some of its plasticity and we become more fixed in how we think and how we learn and how we perceive experiences. Think of it like walking in the snow. If it's the first time you're walking the path, you're making a new impression in the snow. That would be like creating a new neural pathway in your brain. The more emotion that is tied to that neural pathway, the deeper it is. So picture yourself walking along that same path over and over again. That pathway is becoming a deep neural connection in your brain. And when I was in grad school in the year 2000, I was studying neuroscience. And I remember the professor saying that 
Since we're all young adults, our brains are simply trying to slow the decay that no new neural pathways are being created. And that was widely accepted by the neuroscience community and is now something we now know is completely false. I almost want to talk to my university and get them, get my money back for that tuition. <laughs> uh, our brains are constantly creating new neural pathways and it's constantly evolving. And that's what's so uh, exciting. You know, last night I was, I have a spa in my house. I was laying in my spa. I was looking at all the stars in the sky. I saw a shooting star too. And I got excited. And I'm like, you know what, with as many things that are going on in that, that, you know, galaxy, you know, shooting stars and new planets forming and dying. And I was like, you know, that same fascination, that's all in our heads too. I mean, there's a lot of cool things going on right inside our brain. I don't have to, to look to the cosmos to see a lot of cool things going on. I just found the, the, uh, synergy just, uh, fascinating between the brain and the cosmos. I just had like a deep moment last night. It was pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds amazing. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely fascinating. And, uh, you know, you mentioned children, for example. I interviewed the director and producer of a documentary. It's called Brain Matter. So it's mm-hmm. really interesting. I want to just uh, share this with you and with the listeners uh, also as a shout out uh, because it's about the brain development um, at an early age. So it's about early childhood development and how the brain develops You know, at an early age. It's really, really interesting. Uh, everything is included that you've also mentioned and talked about, and it's highly recommended to check out. Yeah, and you know what's even fascinating, just as fascinating as that, is that every species has a different level of development. Like, as you know, you know, or you may not know, but giraffes, when they're born, they, they can run right from second number one, right? Their brains are that developed. They know how to run. You know, wow. it's like, it's amazing. Um, yeah, wow. Every species is different. I didn't know that. That's That's really fascinating. Yeah. And I was just wondering before I go on, how did you get interested or involved in this field uh, besides entrepreneurship, you know, neuromarketing, neuroscience and all these things? Yeah, I mean, I've always been fascinated with the brain and, you know, astronomy is kind of similar to that. I've always been fascinated with astronomy. But really, if you want to get interested in it, there's a lot of cool resources now. We're living in such a cool age. I mean, yeah, there's books you can get. I have a lot of books and I could recommend some to you. Um, and maybe that'll come later in the podcast. But um, I started off learning on on uh, online courses like Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y.com. And if you type in like neuroplasticity, there's a lot of cool um, brain-related courses that, I mean, they're videos. I, I go to the gym every day and I'll just, instead of listening to the same song, same song, same song, right? I just pop in an Udemy course and on my phone and, and I'm learning as I'm working out. And I learned a lot of cool techniques and hacks of productivity and habits that, about how you can kind of hack your brain. Yeah, that's amazing. So for those people who might be wondering, you know, how can we take advantage of neuroplasticity? What would you tell them? Uh, taking advantage of neuroplasticity. There's a lot. Uh, I'll give your listeners some actionable tips. And um, if they want more detail, they can read my my book that's coming out soon. Uh, it's wow. called The Un- Underwear Bandits. Uh, it's about how to make money from, from home working in your underwear. Um, but that's a few months away. Uh, first of all, sleep is important. Uh, your brain needs sleep to reset brain connections uh, that are important for memory and, and learning. Studies show that just one night of losing sleep restricts the brain's ability to reset itself, which impairs your memory. So I would recommend getting seven to nine hours of sleep per night, whatever's comfortable to you. Uh, the problem is that entrepreneurs often sleep less than others. I don't know if there's ever been any studies proving this, but as a serial entrepreneur myself, I can tell you from experience, I've had far too many late nights and early mornings where I'm, I'm working. Uh, we don't clock in at eight and out at five like most people. 
So tip number one is for all you early mornings, um, early morning people and, and late night people, just get enough sleep. Okay. Um, you know, being an entrepreneur relies directly on being disciplined, priority driven, focused on your goals. And you really can't do that in a tired state of mind. Yeah. Um, tip number two, stand up. I know there's a podcast. You can't see me right now. I'm actually in a kneeling chair, which is almost as good as just outright standing up. Uh, but if you sit down at work, stand up, uh, get a stand up desk, demand it from your employer. Uh, your brain is more active when you're standing, you're more creative, you're more productive. Um, so you can go to your employer and say, Hey, listen, if you want to get more use out of me, give me a stand up desk. Uh, whenever I'm not, uh, standing at my desk, I'm using my kneeling chair like I am now. Um, number three, um, continue learning. I mentioned Udemy, right? You need to learn a new skill, learn a new language, read a new book, play a new sport. Strengthen your skills being an entrepreneur by taking an online course, like I mentioned earlier, whatever sounds fun to you. Uh, if you exercise, try new workouts. So many people in the gym, I just see them do the same exercises over and over. I call them zombie workouts. You know, try something new. Uh, you know, speaking of exercising, there's another thing you can do to help your brain because exercising increases the oxygen supply to your brain, which helps on a number of levels. Okay. You know, the biggest tip I can give you, Tybor, is to, to reduce the stress. That is you know, the best way, um, to help the neuroplasticity of your brain. And I do daily meditation and mindfulness. It only takes a few minutes a day. It's fun. It's free. You can do it anywhere. It's quick and easy to do. You really can't do it wrong. So there's no excuse not to do some type of meditation. I started meditating last year for about 10 minutes a day. And within two weeks, I noticed a difference, both in the way I deal with situations and the way I handle stress. It's just it's been phenomenal. Um, ever since I even got a, uh, a yearly subscription to uh, Headspace, which I use every day. So I actually meditate while I'm in my spa. Uh, you can meditate anywhere as long as you have a quiet room and a couch. So um, reducing stress is a main driver of uh, increasing the neuroplasticity, the neural connections within your brain.